The Sea and Wit show? I'm watching that for sure. Oh, 100%. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm a female. I do not do work. I'm too rich for that. We don't like violence. Guys, I'm not gonna like brag or anything like that, but like, look, my wife thought. Everyone else? Fair Fuck them. <laughs> Hello, everybody. We are back with another podcast. I'm Kristen. And I'm Whitney. And uh, thanks for watching or hearing, listening with your earlobes. Um, <clears throat> this time, today, we are actually <laughs> referring to this podcast, named it X Factor, as in canceling all of our exes. Yes, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Okay, so let's start with how many exes we have. You know, I only have one ex. Um, I honestly couldn't even count how many exes I have. Hold on, let me count what? myself. What you can talk while I'm uh, counting. Hold on. Okay, so I only have one. So that's. I don't. E <laughs> I don't even think I can count. Honestly, I don't recall them even asking me to be their girlfriends. It's usually just a cycle of, I can't commit to you. So let's get serious. But then let's. Not put a label on it so you can... We can go and f, f around f with f multiple around. girls. Excuse my language. No, I'm, and not, not an option, really. by the way. Um, if you've ever been an option, raise your hand. Yeah, I think that we've all <laughs> raised our hands in this community. Um, <clears throat> actually, though, I, I think I have about like six exes if we include like high school. What are you doing with that? I just put it over here. So. Um, I'm going to ask you a question. Uh, what's your type? What's my type? Okay, at first, like, when I was, like, like, when I started dating, um, Conrad, um, my type was the brown hair, light eyes, and I'm like, oh my gosh, do you want to get married? And yeah. Then, just not him, though, of course, that didn't happen. And then, you know, I met, as you could say, Rockefeller Center. Okay. I was like, oh my gosh, toxic tatted boys that's my type it's not um so what was the question what is my type yeah what would you say if you never met these boys in your life what would you say is your type could describe maybe not just looks what else mm, definitely a personality keep up with my personality because you know the, the sarcasm the sarcasm because if you're boring that mm. no that's literally it like that's if my you're <laughs> uh -uh. if you don't have a conversation with me or talk back or ask me questions. Like, if know. I'm roasting you and you're not absolutely receiving, I mean, you're not portraying the same energy to me, don't talk to me. Yeah. Like, I'm not joking. Yeah. Like, at, like, at all. Like, if I call you ugly, I expect you to do the same thing back to me. Even though we, we both know I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> that was ramble. Um, <laughs> let's move on. But what's your, what's my type? I really didn't give an answer for my can type. You actually, kind of, can you kind of anyone that gives me attention, I think, at this point in time? Yeah, I'd have to say so after uh, the first one. Uh, not so funny con. Uh, <laughs> I think that you just lost it after that, and you said honestly. I lost it after um, curly head Q. I don't know. I'm not gonna lie to you. There has been three that look kind of the same. Maybe you were just trying to compare <laughs> the last one and just continue to go on after you know the same ones that look the same tats. You know, look exactly like Rocky. But I don't know who. who? I don't recalled saying a name um but i was thinking that was your type can you assume what my type is yeah um okay so if we're gonna go to like looks wise your type is definitely the scrawny skinny young looking boys the ones that look like salad fingers if you've seen that <laughs> have you seen that yeah they have like the 
You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Slenderman, if you if you dare. Like I feel like, um, like what do you call it? Physical aspect? I don't know, but like, fisherman. Yep. Handyman. Yep. Really, what I'm doing is describing her ex, the one that <laughs> no one else likes. There's but actually her. multiple that I, I seem to be the same thing in three different bodies. So you were just coming at me about going after some. Mine just all look different. <laughs> Yours all look the same. <laughs> <laughs> oh my bad yeah, yeah. Well, well you're they still act the same too I'm not gonna lie. all of them i have yeah. yet to find a man that i was like i'll settle down do yeah. you want do you want to settle down do you want to have kids and get married and yeah one day i mean somebody that's normal worth it yeah yeah mm-hmm. if i'm pushing out a kid it, it better have a nice dad if one's gonna leave me single he might as well i mean at least we could be single but parents single Co-parenting? Is that what yeah. you're looking for? Mm-hmm. That was the word. Yes. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. But you wouldn't look at Whitney and think she's like crazy like me because I'm very open on everything. I'm crazy. I'm toxic. Whitney, you'll never guess it. But then you really get to know her and she asks you at three in the morning to go knock on her um, ex's window because she thinks there's a girl there. I'd have to say <laughs> so. I definitely have done that multiple times. The drive-bys. I mean, we all have a little crazy. I mean, there's reasons why some of them make us crazy because the ones that actually like us, we don't really like back. But the ones that, you know, make us an option and have multiple girls at their house usually, I mean, if walked Especially, in on a few. I don't know if this is maybe an example I can give. Um, when you Something triggered in my mind when you said have multiple girls at, at your house that really spoke to me because at my house at one point, there were multiple girls for one dude. I mean, no. I didn't. I I didn't recognize the cameras there when I was there. <laughs> but if you're gonna at least hide it, you might as well hide the cameras as well, <laughs> because we're watching. I mean, that is Especially my house. Especially when I keep getting notifications know? that people just keep coming in and out of my house. That's I'm, crazy. That's actually happened to me wait, too. But you know, what? there was a foursome when, that had happened. <laughs> you know, it's between crazy because- <clears throat> my ex and his friend, and he so happened to bring the girl to my house. I'm not gonna say any names, but I just. You know, okay. it would have been nice to know. Just while a simple, hey, I'm going to we probably dating. have another, not another, more than one bitch at your house. While I'm on with, vacation. No, because actually it's crazy because my family was visiting me on vacation for them. We we're actually in a hotel because the house that I, you know, that I let some nice fellow boys um, stay in for free. Um, I let, I stayed in a hotel with my parents so we didn't get in their way. And we uh, unfortunately seen a... Ding, ding, motion sensor. And I said, hmm, <laughs> who is that female? Oh, it's just this friend. I, my, he brought them over. Yeah, shut up. Just stop blaming it. My favorite part was when he was like, I like when they grabbing her Always neck. blame it on their friends. They're like, no, my friend brought her. We both know. Your friend can't handle three at one time. <laughs> Do you think he could? I don't know which one you're referring to because <laughs> mine couldn't. So anyways, um... <clears throat> Well, that was good times. I really, it was really good. Now you look back at it and you're like, I'm glad I never went through with it. Now, had he asked me to be his girlfriend, I would have went through with it. That's kind of the sad part of it because I was that down bad for him. I mean, two years down the shithole, so. Mm -hmm. I'm just getting all these flashbacks right now and it's really just making me ick. Um, I have learned bad and good things from these relationships. What is the best thing that you learned in your relationship? That didn't come out right. Can you reiterate that sentence for me? What's like 
positive aspects of like the relationship or like what have you what has come out of the relationship that you've learned like since it ended in such a negative way like what have I learned out of the relationship mm-hmm. um well the one that I actually like dated um we'll call him K-Sport today um Kmart um with Kmart um very controlling relationship very very controlling relationship I felt like I had to mother him I felt like I had to take care of him. I was responsible for him. And I didn't like that because I was trying to figure out, you know, what I'm doing with my life. I had just moved to Florida and all this type of stuff. Wouldn't leave my fucking house. Good times. But no, I think that I just learned to, I think after that, it was such, it was a longer, obviously the longest and only relationship I've been in. I've learned that what I want out of a relationship. I didn't learn that right away because then I went through with um, Chicken Toes next. He taught me a lot. Mm Mm-hmm about how I should be treated, how I want to be treated, and it's fun to have be in a toxic relationship, but like if they're going how, back to their ex, how bad it like mentally tears you down and like physically oh, drains yeah. because you have to act like you you have to be good enough for them and you think that you're, you're not you're in because a you're chasing them. Yeah. I've had I've had five of those actually. Um yeah, what about you though? Go through go through your relationship. You've this is where I want Whitney to talk a lot is because she's been through a lot more than I have with relationships and I really want her to open up about it. So it's kind of start with some of your beginning relationships and talk about huh. what you've learned and then going right back to that, but also trying to get out of it and mm. the things you went through. Okay, let's start with uh, let's start with the girl, the female. That was I basically said that was my first actual like genuine relationship was uh, Michelle, her name. Um, we were very toxic on social media, as mm-hmm. you know, um, you know the same. And we lived back and forth at each other's houses, and I like seeing her like go through a lot of like you know bad decisions and drugs and all that stuff. And I was trying to help her, and my mom was trying to at least accept like the lesbian fact of it at the mm-hmm. same same time. Um, I then wasn't out though. I was just, it was, like, really so toxic. So only, like, your mom and, like, your yeah, close family knew? I told her that it was just my friend, and her girlfriend broke up with her, so I just hung out with her just to f- make her feel better. So were y'all, like, hooking up while they were together, or, like, was it after No, I just fact? made that up. We were actually together, and I told my mom. Oh, that her yeah. just friends. I yeah. gotcha. <laughs> so then uh, my mom was, like, trying to, like, you know, show her the Bible and all that stuff because I was going to that school, you know? Mm-hmm. Calvary, by the way. Um... <laughs> I had been going to this school for like five months, captain of the freaking softball team, and all of a sudden they call me down you, to the office. Did you say captain of the softball team? Yeah, and soccer team actually. Wow. I get called down to the office and they're like, "Oh yeah, by the way, we've had somebody expose your pictures to us, and it was me and Michelle." I said, mm, "Okay." They said, "We don't want uh, any type of." Were, were these the ones that you showed me? Yeah, that we don't time? want any type of queer like going on like you're 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 a senior or no I was a junior you're a junior and we don't want that portraying anybody else to be convinced of lesbian and blah blah, blah. I was removed from that school what what year was that in 2016 could you imagine that happening now in 2023 yeah. someone getting removed because they're yeah. gay mm-hmm. could you that'd be all over the yeah years. I know so that happened I ended up coming out we were like fine for a little bit but obviously like some like lesbian relationships can be very toxic i mean the Many I relationships was also, in general i was also bi so i was going between girls and guys i don't mm-hmm. know what i was doing and then eventually um we got into it on like social media and then it just never stopped and we argued all the time and then after that people started coming out so it was more normal and 
like marriages and all that stuff. But when did you come out to your mom? Like, how did that happen? She knew. She was like, "You're definitely hooking up with her." I said, "Your mom's freaking she said, hilarious." She said, "I thought you liked boys." I said, "Mom, I can like whatever I want." She said, "All right, Let's see how this goes." How the rest of your family feel about that? Um, depends. I didn't really tell anybody for a while. So you kind of wanted people to, yeah. And then as soon as she posted, she posted a video of us together. One day, a huge video of us together blew up. Everybody saw it. And they're like, "You're too pretty to be gay." Not my family, but a lot of people, people. said that. This was when like Twitter was like very popular. Cause you told me because you told me that that she was like famous like on Twitter on Twitter with her. the relationship. Yeah, that's crazy. So then after that, uh, we ended, and <clears throat> that was really toxic. I found out she was like into like drugs, and I'm like not into that stuff. So I backed off. Was she doing that while y'all were together? Do you not know? She was hiding it. And I told her specifically, I said, I'll literally um, do anything for you. And as soon as I find out that you're doing that or anything like that, I, I can't. So I stepped out. Yeah, and I good said, for you, though. After that, I mean, she ended up finding someone else and I found someone else. But he ended up being even worse. Um, Which one is it? You're not name dropping? No, I'm not name dropping. Um, okay. That was five years after that. Let's call him Rabbit. How long were you Cole. and Lundy together? Two and a half years. Wow. I think. Junior year, yes. No. A year and a half. Not long. Yeah, a year and a half. My junior year, senior year. And then after that, I was with bad, bad, bad. I just went down hole from there. I was just looking to fill my hole. Not good. So how, how was that not good in a short? Short, abusive, um, controlling. He didn't like social media. He tried to get me to delete all my social medias. Looked at me in the face and said, it's either me or Twitter. Or, like, it's either me or Instagram. I don't want anybody that's in your so DMs. That's so manipulative. That's so manipulative because that's crazy because um, Connor actually tried to... Fuck, I didn't want to say his name, but he, in the beginning, was like... I know that. No, I know that part of it. I, It's like... Because we were both, like, blowing up on social media. And it became... It didn't become toxic till after a while. No. With that. But it was more of, like, don't post this on Instagram. Yeah. Like, either post this and lose me or whatever. And he also, like, would see all the messages between, like, oh, I wish you and her would get back together. I, I love you guys together and blah, blah, blah. But I never really, like, posted him as much. I, and I also made him wait, like, t- like to do anything with him for, like, four months. Because, like, I'm still Connor, in love with this girl. I met him yeah. three days after we broke up. And then she started dating somebody else, like, two weeks after. So I was, like, I was, like, hurt. Yeah. Like, I was sitting there, like, damn. Like, yeah, but after that, I mean, I just stayed because I just thought like that was supposed to be how I was going to be loved and mm-hmm. it didn't work. So now Whitney's one thing she won't talk about a lot is how abusive relationships have been for her. There's multiple, not just one dude, but multiple people. And I know a lot of y'all have gone through very abusive physically and obviously emotionally relationships, but mentally. she's Yes. I've been through the ringer with up. one certain person, but yeah. she has been through it with multiple, multiple people. And so, like, don't wear this out. This I don't want like, you to wear this. I don't want you to go here. You're not allowed to go here. I don't so know. Just stupid. A lot of people just think automatically, like, we're just toxic and we're just like, I don't give a fuck for no reason, but there's always a reason. Yeah. And not. And one thing I'm really excited about this podcast is that we get to hear a lot about Whitney because mine is blasted all over the <laughs> internet. Hers is not. And so I get to yeah. hear it and I'm like, people. I'm excited for you guys to learn, like, who she is for, you know, who you are for yeah. who you are. What, so. I've, what I've gone through, yeah. Yeah. But a lot of, I, I went to a therapist after the five-year one because I was like, mm I can't. He was also, like, in and out. Like, you know how the relationships are where they're like, I want to, like, you you are in, like, a fully 
like committed relationship at that time, you end up breaking up once. After that, it's a cycle. You go back, you sleep with them again. You go back, they sleep with someone else. They're like, well, we just pay back. It's just, it's just, oh, well, yeah, it's just back and forth. Then you want to get back at that. That's kind of how it was. But it was like my whole, like, I was his second body. Like, we had slept together. I was his, like, second or third body. Yeah, he's like a lot more than me. And during that time, that's like the first person. (laughs) There's also a second. But that during that time, like, it was like horrible because I was like in and out just watching, like, all these girls, my friends, sleeping with him and like knowing that they had access to his body as well as like I, like it was like my boyfriend, you know, at the time. Like yeah. sometimes he would ask me out for a week or we'd be together for a month and then a month How later. How old were you? Um, 18, 19, 20, 21. Yeah. I was a long time. You were with him for five years? Yeah. But no yeah. one knew. I mean, I posted him like two or three times, no. but it was like. It but like people bad. knew around you, and those were the people that were. Everybody within. knew that we were in love, like in love or whatever. Yeah. Have you been but, in love before? Um. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was. I don't think. No, like, I know we think it is because yeah. I thought I was in love. But. I mean, it was like more of like a pulling, like a you're not allowed to be with anybody else, so I'm just gonna like you're only loved by me. And you're yeah. allowed to only be loved by me. But then they can do whatever they, they can want. Do it's so they want. yeah, like it's horrible. <laughs> mentally exhausting because yeah. that's kind of how fun not to the extent that you've been through and like it was and, to the point where i would go and like he would go and sleep with whoever he wanted it's everywhere they'd go on the boats together he would hook up with people in front of me and then if i even walked out or got seen in a video with somebody it was the end of the world blocked called my mom literally like oh your daughter's a yeah. piece of shit like i know yeah. the more she tells the story i can kind of grasp about yeah. what this is about and i think it's the same person that literally like beat you outside of a bar by chance mm, spit beer in my face and dragged me across you know it's actually funny i bought him tickets to a concert one time for his birthday um we drove home he was hammered drunk and we get we, he literally slams on his brakes to get me to wake up because i was sleeping i was drunk as hell sleeping he literally slams on his brakes i hit the dashboard i start crying and he's freaking out because i'm crying he's gets, getting mad physically mad that i'm crying he grabs the back of my head literally like literally just holding me pulls me out of the car as soon as we get home his parents come outside they hear me crying he literally picks me up puts me on top of my car and says do not get off your car until you leave I said, so you're gonna make me drunk drive so he calls my mom he's like your your daughter's a piece of shit like she's literally drunk as fuck literally i don't know why she does this stuff and, and his parents are outside like literally watching like holy crap like my son's like nuts and they're like get inside get inside get inside and he was like Mm-mm, like no i'm not doing this blah blah, blah. He, like physically wanted me to get in my car and leave in front of everybody while he's on the phone with my mom and then she's like like basically grabbed him and put him inside in his room and locked him in his room so he like wouldn't get out they put me in his sister's room she wasn't there i, I go to bed i actually have a voice recording it like, makes me so sad how do you feel like during that i don't i mean scared i thought it was normal not normal i knew it was wrong like i should have left like multiple times but it makes me sad after this wanting to like tear up listening to this after this like i mean he was like he put me up against the wall one time ripped my necklace and sold it like and then hid my keys one time i had to climb out the window because i wanted to go to my friend's house i I wanted to go to ruslan's house and his girlfriend at the time literally came outside and picked tried pick like pick me up and he wouldn't let me outside. He locked me and stood in front of the door and literally hid my keys. Don't know where they went. Hid my keys for two days. I couldn't get in my car because he wouldn't give them to me. And I'm not going to call his mom and be like, hey, can you find my keys? Like she, she was like, wasn't on a side. So it was like at that time, I didn't know. I thought it was normal. I didn't know that yeah, that was no, all like 
a thing. How, how long, like, into the relationship did he start getting, like, physically, like, abusive? Because you said like he dated him for... six months. So he asked me out for, after, because I what kept saying no. For, yeah. The first six months after that, I was, like, he just, I mean, he was a charmer. I didn't realize it until... Yeah. His ex-girlfriend would constantly, like, drive by and throw shit at the house and, like, at our car and message me, like, nasty stuff about how, how shitty he is and blah, blah, blah. And then wow. after that, like... I mean, we ended up getting into it. Then after that ha- that night happened, whenever, whatever, I didn't talk to him for like a month. Mm-hmm. And then I went to, um, I- I'm guessing I got back with him, I think. And then I went to a church camp for two weeks or a week and a half. And they, I literally would go up to them and I was like, I knew it was wrong in my head because he was, I wasn't allowed to have my phone, so I didn't talk to him for a week. And I was like thinking in my head, like how many relationships I had seen in like that actual Bible camp, like how yeah. it was like normal to be, you know, not, psycho and not texting and do whatever you want you can go out you're the friends without yeah being manipulative yeah and so i would ask the counselors like, i had to pray for me like i had multiple three or four like literally look at me in the face and like this is wrong like you need to leave and then after that i was with him for six months and then as as soon as like i got my phone back i texted him i said i can't do this anymore so and we weren't together for like four three or four months and he got with my best friend and he had been with my dating my best friend for multiple, multiple months. And I was like watching it like, damn, like, and he was, was he doing the same that? thing to her and the same thing to another girl. And he's now with another girl that he had been doing the same thing. Maybe not as bad as me because, I mean, hopefully he grew from that and yeah. realized that all that stuff, I mean, is wrong. I mean, that's okay. not okay. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. So that was the, <laughs> that was the first man. And then the second one basically did the same thing. So. Not as, not as abusive physically, but mm-hmm. very mentally abusive. Yeah, yeah. that's so, crazy. Look that. Yeah, I learned oh. a lot from that, and I mean, I had my counselor say something about how looking for somebody that not even looking, but that like the love bombing in the beginning, you don't realize it until after they start getting so, a hold of you and they get control of you, and they're they're so blindsided by it. They, they make you fall in love with them, and then mm-hmm. they can do whatever they want, and you they know that you'll stay right there Cause, on a leash. Because they're a weakness. Yeah. They'll know that you'll in, sit in there and stay. Yeah. And I stayed for way too long for him to know that he could sleep with all these girls. Yeah. And, yeah, and he would just text me to get things out of me or whatever, you know, like just – and then after a while, I mean, you're in love. So it's like, holy crap, it takes, it takes for somebody to literally hit you in the face for you to leave. So. But how many times, though? Which is sad. Mm-hmm. Sad to think about. Yeah. But yeah, no, I never really went through, like, any... Yeah, yeah I hope I beat the absolute... <laughs> now I, I don't... Now I don't hold back. Before, I used to literally no, just, I was just let them do it and sit back and not I do anything. I was about to tell the story about when we were in Nashville and someone threatened to yeah. hit you in the face. So I just... My trigger is, like, now I don't hold back. I don't care. I don't care. If you're going to hit me, I'm going to hit you. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no holding back. But but previously, that's not healthy. No. Previously, if it got to that point, I would just lay low, not do anything. Because you're scared. You don't know what they can do. They're, I mean, they're a man in yeah. your eyes. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. I didn't know what to do that one time when I called you crying. Yeah. And I had never oh, had, yeah, a, yeah, I had yeah, never yeah, had a dude yeah. lay their hand on me. Yeah. And when that happened to me. You don't realize it until after and you're like, holy shit, that should not have happened. Why did that happen? Yeah. She was the first person I went to. I call, I'm like literally blowing my eyes out and outside of their house. And I'm like, you step away. You I'm leave. like, this kid just put their hands on me. Yeah. And then you don't like, I don't know. It's just so hard to like think like I've definitely like triggered 
not maybe not somebody to hit me, but angered somebody so much inside. But my thing is like, if you're that angry, walk away. That's the only thing that you I can have really never do. been t- so screaming angry match, to the point. The screaming match, I've literally at, nowadays like if someone's screaming at me, I'm just like, okay, okay. Like I, I'm not triggering it. You can walk away. You can leave. Like I don't. There's well, no okay. point in this to argue. Like if we're arguing this bad, we should not even be together. With uh, Connor, I there would be a lot of screaming. Because oh, I know it's just bicker, bicker, bicker. And then he'd raise his voice, and I feel like I had to raise my voice. Or if I started the argument, I would raise my voice. And I learned very quickly that that doesn't get anywhere. So I tried um, on my next, you know, not relationship, but, you know, situationship with Rocky. Yeah, to make it better. My thing was and, just not to yell. Yeah. Because that's all I knew with that one. But then the thing I developed from that relationship was option to be toxic yeah to be toxic it's, it's okay it's, it's okay to go sleep with somebody specifically, else and- there's always something deeper than the toxic though like there's there's a difference between like i mean if he's looking for somebody else while you guys are together like making it seem like they want to be with you when they really don't in the end like they and, the, and it's okay it's like what, what i don't think a lot of people understand is like guys like like if you're watching this like let understand like it's okay to not want to be with someone no matter how much they're in love with you but you have to be honest with them because that's how you hurt them you know, you get you pull someone in so much that they're going to be emotionally and so involved and in love with you because you spend so much time with them and you do everything with them. They make you feel like yeah. you're loved. And then they walk away and they're like, well, I didn't want to date them. You know, well, we weren't together. That That's an excuse. Yeah. We weren't together. She wasn't my girlfriend. And that's where the toxicity starts is because you're saying you weren't together. When I get videos of you fucking another girl and then you wonder why I'm like crazy and obsessed is because I was so like down yeah, bad no, for because you, you want like, them to be yours so bad and you want them to actually make you feel like you're actually enough like should i yeah. i just want to be i want to be your girlfriend your own like you're only like why are you looking for <laughs> people like i was in such an aisle with this stupid bird that fucking i was like people could send me stuff I'm still i'm fucking him still i'm still gonna be with them like yeah. when i got the call saying in the video like, i don't even care i don't even care because it's the in your head you don't want to like, believe well guess what no well he's, guess what i mean i'm still with him i'm still talking right to him, so i it doesn't matter what and, he's doing with anybody else because i'm still yes talking to him yes and it takes a lot out of you to it's finally, like a competition between all these other girls that want him but then you're still thinking oh well he's still coming home yeah. to me he's still fucking me but he's really fucking everybody yeah. else too and I don't know. I think I would never have gotten through that without her because of the things she's been through. She like has sit down with me like multiple times, like crying in the shower with me and tell me about her relationships and what she's been through and telling me how to get over it because I really felt like that was like, oh, I'm never going to love somebody again. And I think the reason why I was so attached to him was because of my previous relationship. It had ended and it was very toxic on social media and he was living with me so it was one person to comfort me at all times at first it did start out as also rejection if someone's rejecting you and you know like you're always like oh i've never been rejected have them to yourself yes it makes it's a it's a game and Mm -hmm. it's a game for them to play too like it's not completely your game but it's a game to get them to love you as much as you want them to love you it's really mentally challenging challenging wow chris i can't talk yeah so um would you do it again no i i mean i say that Okay, I well, said that. Well, I said, said that, and then I did it. So <laughs> yeah, with, with, with yeah, the another time tater tot. Um, no, but I feel like since our whole life is on social media, it's so hard to say no. I'm never gonna post my relationship again on social media. But when you're with the, with them and everything, you want like it to that. be fun. You want it to grow into something way bigger. But then, and, like, then I remember. 
social media has a huge part in ruining relationships. If it wasn't like me and Connor, this is not me talking shit, but me and Connor being together. Um, new to I wasn't new to social media, but new to this whole relationship side of TikTok. You never know until blindsides you, and then starts to go Team Lundy, Team Whitney. When oh, things why go did wrong, you do this? because you explain oh, why, yeah. when you've done it before, you you know you're very vulnerable on the app, and you start explaining things about your life and how you're feeling. So when you do that, when you're in a relationship, and they start to bark back, and they make it worse, and everything starts to come up, and it's gonna it's worse and worse and worse, and it's barking back at each other. And the biggest thing was because I was I got the shorter end of the stick because Connor was known on this side of TikTok that I got introduced to. And when something went wrong, they automatically thought it was my fault. Um, even if it wasn't no one's fault. Yeah, someone, even if, if you just posted it, that you had anxiety, it was like, it was like, oh, well, it's probably your fault because you're doing this. Or, or it was constantly right away, Team this. Connor, Team Kristen. Yeah. And it was so like, oh my God. Like, so I had a felt, to this day, I mean, I still feel like I have to defend myself on social media to keep my name. Like I had Twitter, so it was like comments. Like it wasn't just videos. Like you have like videos and stuff. Like mine was just like, I'm sad. Or like, why did she have to do this to me? So it's just or I'd comment, retweet, yeah. or they'd see my likes and like, and they automatically assume it has assume, something yeah. to do with your partner when yeah. it could, when in Be reality there's so much deeper. more. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we go through personal things yeah. that even sometimes our partners don't even know about, and when you are on social media and have eyes, it's just your sense to just post about it. Yeah, because you know? that's how you feel. That, but that's how we know. I mean, yeah. for me, I've I've been doing this since I was. 17 years old so i mean yeah, my everything that i 18 my my way of expressing emotions like i tr- i actually don't do as much as i i mean i do no. i cry i don't really post it but no. like social media wise i'm that yeah but I'm like person yeah i don't know is there any what would you say is like is there a lot of good things that you could say about your ex yeah so um we'll start with connor and then we'll go to you because you have quite a bit of people <laughs> i'll start with connor um a lot of, I think, a positive things in our relationships. He was very attentive to the way I felt. Very wanting to make sure I was okay. And with me, and it, it, I'm a very, like, hard person to read. Like, affectionate. Like, and, like, like with you, like, I'm so affectionate. Like, yeah. I could literally just squeeze I'm you the same all way. day. But, like, Clingy, I don't, like. I don't but know, like, don't, with, don't like, touch me. So like, it was hard for me to just, you know, simple as laying in bed and, and cuddling. Like, hey, I don't want to cuddle tonight. They get mad. Yes, yeah. but he was very attentive to my feelings yeah. and how I felt. He wanted to see me always. He put in the effort. There was a lot of effort into the relationship um, on both ends. I flew to see him many times. He flew to see me at his truck shows or whatever he did. And you guys little gifts, your package gifts and stuff. Yeah, so we, we did that a lot for each other, which was very nice. And But where it started, like, failing in the sense was where I felt like it was too much and that and that was on me that's just personally how I felt it may not have done something you know been something he did wrong but it was just the way I felt I felt like I couldn't like breathe in the relationship um you also in a different state so long distance is also hard too yes and it was constantly like when I felt like I needed some space there wasn't anywhere for him to go so I could get that space if that makes sense so with that it was very he was very well like paid attention um and with rocky i think some positive things with that um he is a very sweet person if you get to know him if you get that side of him and for a little bit i did get that side of him i got to see the real genuine him you know of him crying to me about you know his stuff when he grew up and how he grew up and the struggles he went through with his mom and his dad and you know with j sauce and stuff like that like that's where i was so in love with him is because i was so emotionally attached to him because i got to see that side um, but obviously where it went south is when the clout and the toxicity really got over his head and 
I became crazy because I was yeah. like, why the fuck are you doing that? And I yeah. wanted to like beat his ass. So that was, but really good people in their yeah. own ways. But I think not it's hard. Not for me. Yeah. And you know, they're going to trash me on whatever. I don't think they've ever, this takes a lot out of somebody when I've ever done was talk negative on them because you know, whatever, but they're good people in their own ways and they'll find the one person that makes them happy. And that wasn't me. And I've learned to, Tell myself that's okay. I just hope that they never treat other females the way that I was treated. And I'm sure they say the same about me. Never treat them the way I treated them. And we learn a lot in relationships. So I feel like it's a huge learning lesson in a lot of us. Yeah. I'd second that one. Um, I want to say good relationship-wise. <clears throat> I'm going to say this. I, I've genuinely actually only dated three main people. Mm-hmm. Maybe four. Yeah. The first one, okay the girl we she was very um i've never had somebody that was very um what's the word gifty gift this paid attention to small things Mm -hmm. like rose petals on a day or sent me on a like i don't know treasure hunt or like little things that you just notice like hanging balloons my room and pictures everywhere and showing up and putting flowers in my car like michelle did a lot of that like she would show up to my school and put flowers in my car and all that stuff so i liked that a lot I liked that she was also a girl like girls you get really close with you get very emotional with like you connect in different ways we both mm-hmm. had family drama trauma like really hard family trauma which I've actually noticed that I've bonded multiple people that have lost like family members mm-hmm. except for the, trauma the last with one them. Yeah. yeah so she had just like I mean maybe she hasn't she didn't really lose anybody but she just had like a lot of family like like problems so I just noticed with her, it was just more of like a, like, it was really easy to get along with somebody that just mm-hmm. was just like a you in a different body. Mm-hmm. But then, I mean, it got like insecure and like body, like we both had like body dysmorphia and like we struggled a lot with like, like eating and, and then we also had to drive back and forth and she would live at my house and I don't know, it was just a lot. And then social media obviously destroyed it and we got to to the point where we were just sharing every little detail that we were doing, sleeping with other people or cheating, like, on each other. Everything was just coming out. Like, it on was just... On social media or to you? On social media. And that's where, that's where it gets difficult because then at that point, it's a game. Who... You can lose what, what team? You, what yes. team can get the most yeah. amount of views and people? And yeah. that's where it becomes very toxic. But you get addicted to it. I've been addicted to it. I'm like, oh, I want to make everybody Team yeah. Kristen, Team C, yeah. you know? Because then you don't want people to be against you when they don't deserve anyway anything from yeah. your sort of point of view. Yeah. But... It's a it's a game, yeah. and you learn to yep. play it. And then the second one, I have to say that it was more of like, um, I don't want to say rebound because I ended up like falling in love with him. But in the beginning, it definitely was a rebound. I was trying mm-hmm. to find somebody that was actually understanding of where I was coming from and like uh, understanding like how I lost like I lost my dad and like just and uh, whatever his name is lost his grandpa like we just we it was just back and forth trying to find things in somebody else that weren't in her so I could find something better you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and then um he was also very charming and he's very very genuine person as well if you're his friend if you're his friend he will he will do anything for you he's a hard worker he literally just builds everything like he'll do anything for you but if you're in a relationship and he just feels insecure he's gonna make you feel like shit like he yeah. just, I mean, everything was just a game, a battle, like, with him just trying to make you feel so bad about yourself that you're just, like, holy shit, like, well, I want him to make me love, I want him to love me, so I'm just going to try and do everything I can. Like, at some point, I literally disabled my Twitter for six months. 
do you do you think that they realize how they make us feel do you think like guys are like attentive to that as much as they're attentive to everything else in life do no. you think they don't notice little going things and sleeping like we with do. girls like when we they just call us i'm not crazy. kidding you every single time that i would think about like okay let's just say for instance i found a girl's underwear in his bed how, imagine how long i literally thought about him literally and another girl sleeping together while we're like, like literally while we're intimate i'm thinking about in my head how did he do this with her? Did he kiss her? Did he eat her out? Did yeah. he, was he like laying his body on her? Like how was it like, was it good? Because he does it all to you. So and then- what's messed up is I literally would ask all these questions multiple times. Like, was it good? What did you like it? What did you like about it? Why did you sleep with her? Why didn't you sleep with me instead? Why don't you just call me? Like, I'm with you. I love you. Like, why don't you just call me instead? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to ask other girls to do it. I can do that. You know, the biggest thing that everyone says on social media, you know, how they started off to get back in these my. My pussy stinks is what the fuck, you know, they're going at. But when, but when I receive videos of him, like you were saying, like, why did you do that? Why did you go sleep with other people? Why did you sleep with your ex 10,000 times? Why Why did you just love me? Why did you, (laughs) when, you know, you come home to me and you do the same thing, why, why do you do it? You know, and as much as they want to say, you know, the other shit just to be petty, I, you genuinely just wanted an answer because you felt like you weren't enough. That's the whole thing is you feel like you're not enough. So you're in a competition and you want to win just as much as the other yep. fucking bitches want to win too. But there are, I mean, good and bad things to every side. And there's always yeah. a truth. There's always a false. There's always a yeah. lie or whatever. And yeah. there, I mean, genuinely, I think everybody's always has a good person deep down unless you're just a piece of trash and that's on you. But I feel like low-key, like when you meet this person, you obviously fall in love for them for who they are. And then, I mean, either their insecurities or they're sad or they're depressed or whatever makes them turn into something that they shouldn't be or that they want to be or i mean drinking for mine mine 110 percent was drinking and drugs i messed up the last relationship 100 percent. not knowing who you yeah. are as a drunk like i get we do drink but we can i can control myself to where i'm i'm sometimes i get emotional but i've never gone out and literally like knowingly had a boyfriend at the time and, and cheated and bringing an yes, actual guy yes, home yes and bringing the bed and not thinking about yes. where's my boyfriend like yes. where's my man? I yes. like where I love him. I want him next to me. I want him taking care of me. Like, yes. like some random. I have. I guy. have. Never, I mean, they were saying that I, you know, go out and kiss random no. people in their recent what a video or whatever. But what's crazy is I also am that way. Like I, I get fucked up. I get blacked out, you know. But I'm never the one that's no. like bringing home another dude from the bar. You fuck. don't even date people, and you're just not bringing home people from the <laughs> bar. So I don't. I don't, I don't mean when you're kind of the same people. We're just like we go out, we have fun, we might flirt a little bit with dudes, yeah. but we're not going home with anybody. We're not. We've grown out of that stage yeah. now. A year ago, for me personally, I would have probably done that, but I was traumatized a year after my relationship. And yeah, I just it's really stayed a little silly. So it's really hard. I think I don't know, especially when you break up with them or things and badly you want to look it's i think it's a human like toxic trait for everyone you want to look for the most negative yeah. things in somebody and that's well, where social media becomes a very toxic part is because your whole life first well, of all your whole you like surprisingly like i'm friends with all my exes no matter what they've done to me i've always had the biggest which is true and i don't know I, i'm looking at sweet like i don't know how she does it like sh- well, they may not like me or like what I do or like who I am right now or whatever, just not caring about or letting them come back and letting me like do me finally, like letting me go. Yeah. Because I am one toxic. My one toxic thing is going back to them, going yeah. back to the past. Yeah. Just to try and fix it. I just want to fix it. You know what I mean? Like I can't. So yeah. it's like always makes it worse for the next person because I want to be with one person and I ruined it because I want to fix what I had before mm-hmm. because they come back and they're like, well, you're with someone new. So. 
And I've had to learn the total opposite ways. Get over them. By hating will, them. Yeah. By hating them. Literally yeah. finding every yeah. negative thing is because of how toxic it was on social media. And it's as much as, you know, we always say we don't care. We truly don't care. But sometimes things do get to us. It's more of like what they say, not necessarily what, what these comments say. Yeah. It's what they say to come back at you. Like the comments that are on like a specific website that don't make us feel good. If it comes from there, I don't really like read it and take it in and like, okay, like, well, that's how I feel. No, I'm a so piece I should of probably shit change and I'm fat it. and everything. No. no, but it comes from their mouth. It hurts. Oh, I'm thinking about that for the next two weeks. Yeah, like and if you're I'm like, getting, oh, and you're then, getting and fatter, then, and it goes oh, back and forth good. because because they post something, then you're like, well, well, everybody's in my comments. I need to post something. Yeah. And it's very toxic. It's a toxic thing that you cannot get out of. And I'm trying so hard to get out of that, and I, it's just it's never ending, but. I think I think if they're even watching this, I think they can relate to that. You want to look for the most hateful thing out of somebody, yeah. the most ugliest thing out of somebody, just so you don't like them. Because out of all the people, out of those two people, at one point, everyone did have feelings for each other, whether they want to yeah. or not. I mean, they can deny so. it all they want, but they always come back. So maybe not for you, but <laughs> not for me, but mine. for you, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So I'm working on it, though. For I the sure, next, for the next one, I can't. For the next relationship, do you want to keep it private? I mean, for you, I've noticed that the guys that you do talk to always either come out on social media yeah, or I, you bring them out on social media and then they take it for, you know, just take it from the ball sack. And, and they're like, yo, it, just letting it. you know, I'm going to go live with every single one of your exes and I'm going to kiss their ass and I'm going to lick their every single part of their body. Oh. And I'm going to post you as well. But then I'm also going to shit in your best friend and then expect them not to respond. <laughs> Seriously, I don't. I don't know if that was anyone specific. That was also I, like multiple <laughs> at one time. It was just right there. No, I think the ideal thing is to keep it private yeah. for a little bit. And I think I can fully confidently, if I find someone, there's a lot of. It's got to be the one person that doesn't want anything to do with social media. But I've they say noticed. that. What was the one person? Who's the one person said they didn't want anything to do with social multiple. media? Well, you had one multiple. specific person. Yeah. Yeah, that too. And then, and then and then they fucking go on social media and they start posting. Like, there's a specific dude that he's hot as as can ever be. Hung out with him. Super genuine. Um, we posted together, but, like, not like that. It was more of, like, as a friend group. Um, and then, like, a week later, all of a sudden I see a little ticky talk. And I said, hmm. Interesting I proposition. Thought <laughs> I thought we didn't care about that. Yeah, so, my last one was on social media, and I tended to keep it private, and I usually always do. Which I was very shocked when that when posted, she posted and him and like was fully open about her feelings on social media with him, and then he took that completely for granted. I was like, "Well, I mean, he made it seem like he was so down, you know." Well, that's what. Yeah, they that's, what, that's what they do. Um, but then they take it and they're like wondering why all this happens to go the wrong way when people split up. And why they get shitted on. Now, do we do we antagonize it? I didn't antagonize it. You did. I'm just going to say. I actually told you to. Okay, my toxic trait is that I absolutely want any man on this earth to probably yes. see you later. But that's my toxic trait is, well, what if he's going to, well, if he's no, going to, no, but here's the thing. Us feel here's like the shit. They're going to feel here's the same freaking exact thing. that you made when me I, feel. When I found out that he said he was on doing this for publicity, publicity I said, oh, I'll give you fucking publicity. I'll do yeah. it. That, that's what you because wanted, right? There's no other guy ever since Connor and Rocky that I have posted on social media and shit it on. Yeah. Name one. Yeah. I can't think of it. And you know how many other guys I've talked to, you know, slept with and yeah. gone through not relationship, but you know, talking to them and getting to know them and hung out with them that you guys have not seen. But but if they no, that's usually when they start it. You know what I mean? Like, 
emotionally I came out and it was just, but I didn't realize it was gonna, it was gonna like trigger that. But then when that person responds and that response is, I don't give an actual F about you and I never did. <laughs> that's gonna wrap it up. Yeah. So <laughs> you start it and I say, well, one day. But then after you find out that like multiple other things happened during that time and you don't ever say anything specific and you keep it to yourself, and then, you know, there are other people next <laughs> to you, and they're like, yo, by the way, you sleep with my girlfriend, and you don't know the whole time, and they lied to you. Oh, didn't that girlfriend cheat on his on her boyfriend? With, yeah, and with, then I found out With after. the person that wanted you for publicity, right? Yes. That's crazy. Um, but there, it, there was a, it was a fan. I just don't understand. I don't care. I don't know. But, yeah, so let's um, ask, what are we going to do? I feel like, okay, this is kind of where we're going to give advice to y'all about, like, I'm not saying we're perfect like this, but from going through social media and off online and going through abusive, mentally, everything like that, like, how do we how do we go about that, you know, for future relationships? Honestly, I'd say it's really hard to date somebody that actually does have social media because of how many options they have, how many options they and they'll give. Make, and they'll make you feel like you're yeah, an option. Opportunities and stuff like that. Like, we've obviously talked to other people that have a lot of fame, and it feels like... I'm asking them the same questions or thinking the same things about how somebody that doesn't have any fame thinks about me. And I, I think, I honestly, it's so that, yeah. hard because, I mean, looking at myself and what I do, I sit on my phone most of the day. Like, I sit and people will probably think I'm talking to all these guys and all these girls and trying to entertain all these people. No, I'm actually sitting there looking through my emails or texting Bree or texting Kristen about what I don't even lamp answer people <laughs> week, you know, like my dogs and what dog food and ordering Amazon stuff. My brain goes a thousand miles per hour. Yeah. But I think it is hard to date somebody that does have social media. So, I mean, finding someone that actually understands who you are and what you're doing and trusts you. Trust. That's the key word here. It's a huge thing. Trust you. And I'm, Find I'm trying to teach this certain someone. Yeah, generally cares about who you are and loves for who you are. And if the things that, and they do cheat, and they go and cheat, and you find out, end it with them. You know? And, and you'll like, be okay, and I think a lot of it. Don't go crazy over it and make yourself go nuts and call somebody 55 times for them to make um, make sure they answer your calls. Because, honestly, if the first call didn't answer you, either they're busy or they don't want to talk to you. Yeah, and yeah. I think uh, I think a lot of, like, I had somebody reach out the other day asking for advice on how to, like, how do you get over this person? What do you what do you do to get out of this depressive state and anxiety thing? Well, one, I was I was in therapy. There's something I still am in therapy and I'm on and I'm on medication for it, but a lot of it has to do with Whitney and I hope and and obviously Bree, you know, they brought me out of a lot Finding people surround yourself with that actually care about you more than you think. There's a lot more people. Wait, why am I There's a lot of people out there that actually (laughs) genuinely care about you. Like my mom like sits there every single day and asks me all these questions about how much she wants to help, you know, and if she te- if she can tell if there's a little image, like a little teensy weensy bit of sadness between like, you know, you and she can feel it. She's going to sit there and make sure to get it out. Of it me. is. But cry. therapy like does help. Like, it yeah, helps. I went there for I went there for six months to get over him and she found out it was something deeper. And and having to fix somebody had to do with my dad. And she was always like, well, you're probably looking for someone that resembles your dad, which sucks because my dad was low key, like not good so i mean obviously he was a good person but just did bad decisions bad things so seeing that i think not having somebody that's there to resemble a good person or a good relationship with my mom yeah they all call it daddy issues but i think it's more it is daddy issues no it is but you look 
for but that I, person yeah. in your life that you're and missing. I want to fix them. I want to help. I want to fix them. I want to make somebody better and treat me like the way I should be treated. But you shouldn't have to fix somebody. You shouldn't have to, you know, find somebody like that. You should just have somebody and, you know, come to you and yeah, love so that's, you. And that's exactly what then, Whitney and yeah. Bree did. I mean, I don't even know where the hell I would be in Florida. Yeah. I don't even with, think you would be here. I think, honestly, I would have probably moved back home yeah. by now if I, I didn't. I think I swooped in and saved your ass. I think I no, literally not, not I think. you, took a scooper, and said, No, it's not I think. It's, you're no, coming home with me. No, you did, and she, and I, everyone thinks I lived with her. I mean, I basically did no, for a I little wanted bit. No, I didn't want you to leave. I, I got I to gotta cradle this little baby and make sure that she's just okay. Yes, it's huge a blessing. over there. <laughs> She's like, she's. <laughs> it, no, it's the truth. Like, I was already just tearing up, and I'll keep tearing up if I talk about it. Um, there's a lot of things that, you know, you go through, and sometimes it's so hard to find somebody that understands you. And when I met Whitney and I met Bree, those people are just like positive. And I think a lot of people, like, you, like my advice to you is just find, let go of people that aren't meant to be in your life. Yeah, um, if they want to leave, let them go. I had friendships before i met whitney and brie that i thought for sure these people are the ones that are meant to be in my life and no negative and no drama until you know certain things happened and when i once you see that reaction of what happens afterwards and how people treat you right after everything happens is really how they feel about you and i don't know i just they would make me get out of the house i stayed at whitney's house just so i can wake up in the morning and go as much if it's even going to the gym or going out to lunch or just going to the store to pick out something like that's what we did for the longest time until I Keep got yourself into, busy and that's what I it do. helped me we would start going on trips again and things like that and sure. Whitney would get so mad at me all the time it's like get what? do something get with your life up. get up get up and like I'm not kidding I was gonna drag you at some no, point I think I did and you know later on now that I'm in my own place yeah, and I'm doing all this it's like Doing more fun, it keeps you distracted and makes you less, I mean, if you sit there and look on your phone and read what everybody has to say about you and what you do and what your exes are at and stalking people and yeah. not doing anything to keep yourself busy makes you a little bit more uh, in your head. Yeah. So, so I'd, I'd advise I, people to just... Find somebody that wants to see you succeed. Find somebody that is by your side and is happy for you and no matter what. I mean, seriously, how many times a day do we all tell each other we're proud of each other? How many times mm-hmm. a day is, you know, like at the end of this podcast, we're all going to hug and I don't know, but like they want, Brie and Whitney want to see people succeed. You know, I want to see Whitney succeed as much as Brie wants to see us succeed and her and her being on the outside of it. Like, oh, you're crying. <laughs> it's just oh my god i'm gonna keep crying too i just it's hard to find those people but once you find them don't lose that relationship with them because they're very genuine people and i personally think i'm super genuine and i care so much about other people and it's so refreshing finding the same people that do that for you so sometimes i have a little attitude and i'm kind of whitney's a piece of work to be friends with but she's one one of those people that you she's one of those people that you have to like Leave alone. A Understand bit. how she is as a person and how she works and how her brain works. Because if not, if you just meet her and she says the wrong thing, me and Bree, you just gotta take. We look at each other. We're like, and well, that's I'll not apologize. me doing it. I'll, I'll <laughs> apologize for an hour. I like, like, give me, give me. She'll an text hour. me later and she's like, I'm sorry, but yeah. no, it's it's, I have, it's in my head. I like yeah. think about things in my head. And that's things that we help each other work on. Like yeah. there's something that I'm doing. Wouldn't it be like? Kristen, you gotta, you gotta, what the fuck are you you doing? You gotta order these things on Amazon. They're not just going to show up. (laughs) Yeah. So, 
So we're going to get into a little juicy kind of part. Not really, but I kind of want to talk about like being like sexually attracted to your exes or and how that happened and like how you felt during those times when you were very intimate with them and when you found out that they that you weren't the only one is kind of what I want to touch base on. Well, we're going to start with one question that everybody always asked is how do you sleep with a girl <laughs> that is a one question i'm not kidding you i think every single person that i've talked you know, to i was curious too to whitney like i think said open the legs yeah. stick it in <laughs> yeah seriously scissor that bitch i'm not kidding but no i mean i mean like intimately like you i mean you gotta find a way you guys want to freaking stick crickets up there i don't know what you guys do <laughs> seriously i mean and there's toys you always have toys you always have you know yeah, but okay, but did you guys use, like, dildos? Yeah. Okay, but, like, question. I don't really like it. I know, okay, but question. You know, if you're, like, you know, two girls hooking up, wouldn't, if you used a dildo, wouldn't that mean you, like, men? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, wait, I'm just from them. That's just me, that's why Dylan's over like, here no, cringing like, so hard. Like, think about it, it's like, it's like a, a strap-on, I mean. Yeah, but, like, wouldn't that just mean? Just imagine them having a, I mean, I don't know, it's pleasure. Yeah, no, it feels good, but I'm just thinking, like, is that, like. I always thought about that, that's why I didn't like using it. So I was okay. Like, if I'm, I might as well have like sex with a boy. I might as well. Not. Yeah. But her fingers were too small. I'm not kidding you. Your, your hands resemble hers. It's kind of weird. Okay, but you have the same size hands as me. Yeah, they're tiny, little limber jacks, little baby guys. Late in digital you fight. Just, see now, honestly, at this point now, I got fingered so many times from her. <laughs> I hate getting fingered. I, don't I like hate it. it. It's like a, it's like sticking a caterpillar up there. It's like crunchy. Like, <laughs> why are you? Scraping. Why are you scraping? Why are you scraping? What is this? No, and like then, Jack, like like and then, and then they your fingers. Like, are you starting your period? And then they're starting no, to it, you literally. Why are you ripping the flesh off my walls <laughs> in there? Not liking it. Yes. And yes. also the weirdest kink that she had. I'm not. I'm sorry if you're watching this. She liked when I had long acrylic nails to make her bleed. Is that too excessive? <laughs> no, that's weird. Not weird, but like I think she. Okay, she's one like, time. Rough. One time, my ex. I'm not joking. Blasting me. I'm not joking. Oh, thank God it was on a leather couch because that would have been stained. I, I cried. I said, why am I bleeding? I mean, flesh and his fingernails. Yeah. I said, yeah. That hurt. That, that hurt. That's got, why. It's never going to happen again. Mm, I mean, what, it's like a fucking hammerjack. I'm not joking. That shit hurts so bad. I was crying though. I was so embarrassed because, like, I'm like, oh my god, that's so gross. But at the same time, it's like, well, if you're scraping the insides, then what the fuck else do you think is gonna happen? But low key, but low key, like the other exes I've had after that, like just intimately, I think it was a lot better just emotionally because I was like more, more like chemistry. Obviously, they're different, it's a boy and a girl. So it's like, do you think you enjoy it more? Like, okay, say like a one night stand. You know, you do that. Let's say you go home with a guy at the bar. Well, no, I'm not. No, we don't do that. But no, I'm, I'm saying, saying I don't enjoy it ever. I don't no, think but I've then, ever enjoyed a one night. So stand. what if it's okay? So say the person you brought home from the bar, but then you ended up hooking up with him again later and ended up being in a relationship with him. From like the point of hooking up from the in bar, the beginning you didn't like it, but after the chemistry so is there, it's, so it's it's in your head. It's in your head. Yeah. And I have been that. Like, do I really think that Rockefeller Center is that good? I don't know. I think it's because I was so emotionally yeah. and mentally and physically attracted to him i understand that. I'm just so they that. they can he can get a big head all you want again but i'm just saying like there's a reason behind it's it because head. i've hooked up with way yeah, hotter because, people I mean, than that people are like oh move on like go find somebody else like no it doesn't feel as good when, right because you're so like they know first of all what you like 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> yeah fire yeah and then the death stare (laughs) but okay i can't drink and then talk about sex because i'm not joking the bean's gonna start flicking soon (laughs) (laughs) well i mean we can always move this on to the next one i think we can probably start wrapping this up i think there's a lot to learn about exes they're good and bad for your life you learn a lot how you want your future relationship to be what to avoid yeah, social media, to pursue. and that's one thing coming from Whitney and I, but social media is a no. Yeah, it's a no-go. Yeah, I'm not saying you can't post, because I'm eventually, like, like I'm like, I mean, yeah, there's, there's, I'm start feeding to, like, yeah, itch about that. There's good, I like, mean, you see, like, all the good them, couples on there, like, you know, Taylor and Soph and Devin and Hunter. Oh, my God. And uh, so Devin and Hunter, if you, cute. for whatever reason, freaking see this, just know. We love you. I'm Cordell, Devin, Hunter, yeah. Cordell, you're talking about the same, yeah. I didn't even know you watched them. I'm glad we're talking oh. about this, because we're so talking about Hunter. Honor. <laughs> oh i love it and then the new ones that just got married taylor and so yeah, taylor's so absolutely gorgeous no it's so so <laughs> gorgeous okay i gotta mix it up all right <laughs> me, too. me too taylor you're a cutie pie too but you guys are her ring i'm not joking send that to whoever you want who should marry me because that's the exact ring i want yeah thank you um but there are good relationships out there it's just you I mean, see it, it's once they end it's just the but it's also part. they're the they're the ones that don't post a negative part of the relationship and that's and that's up to them not shitting on their content but they're still negative things so sometimes us watching those and saying oh my god they're so perfect definitely they have their arguments they yeah. have you know the points where like do we want to do social media anymore because it's going to ruin my relationship if not it has because comments it, it gets to people it's human nature so every person you see on social media you know these bright healthy relationships have gone through ups and downs and i think i think a good thing about us is that we're very open about it and me personally i'm very open about it that's probably not always a good thing too um yeah some i'm trying to keep mine as private as possible after the first one so yeah team one i'm I'm learning and it's (laughs) it's a learning thing but i think a lot of it has to do with do whatever makes you know obviously you happy but if you know it's not right being in an abusive relationship. You know, you shouldn't be in that. Get out of it. And yeah. there's ways, there's people that will help to help you. Yes. I'll help. Text me. Uh, Why don't you come stay in my little house? <laughs> you can come cuddle. <laughs> <laughs> well, but no, thank I you think... guys for listening. Yes, thank you guys. And we'll be back next week with a new podcast. Mwah. We love you. Love you. <laughs>